0: Second shir, dealing with Erev Pesach, Shecholios, Peshabbas. Thursday night, Shiloh of the Week, Parshas Sveyakel, Pekudei, Tovshin Pe Aleph. One year, at least in a Hebrew year, since we have been locked in or locked down or have all the needs to follow for Corona, we should all be Zecha. We should be freed from all the restrictions of Corona as well. Amen. Okay. Amen. Last week, we spoke about ere Pesach, Shecholios B'Shabis, B'nogeah, the halachas, of uh, what we make a on? I'm just going to ask somebody for a moment. So, um, the Shiloh was about what to make on. That was the big Shiloh. And we mentioned that Ramesha Zatzal is Medag from Beis Yosef, that he holds a L'Chetchila, one should wash on egg matzah. There are other people who want to follow the Minig, which went for hundreds of years in Kalah Yisrael of eating bread. Eating bread, of course, has its issues. Eating egg matzah has its issues. There's really no perfect solution here. But as Ramesha says, that his diak from the Beis Yasef is that Beis Yasef, the Mechaber Shulchan Aruch, is of the opinion that egg matzahs are the L'Chad way to go. And uh Rav Moshe has a second cooler who says that you only have to eat between a half and three quarters of a matzah at each one of the meals. And um, that would allow a person to wash and to bench. And uh, that way they could take care of the obligation of Suda Shabbos. We also mentioned that there is an obligation every shabbos to wash at shalashudas this shabbos most place hold is no different however washing for shalashudas this shabbos presents an issue because you can't eat shalashudas at the regular time because you really have nothing to wash on you have nothing to wash on so an Eitzah is just what's called splitting the meal that's why the minyan Klagi shul is to daven early on Erev Pesach Shechol per Shabbos. We will be having one Minyan, excuse me, we will be having only one time for Minyan on Shabbos morning, which will be at 7.25. There will be two locations for the Minyan in Shul, one upstairs in the social hall, one downstairs in the, in the connected large room, and we will daven at 7.25, hoping that that will allow us to be home we finish jobbing by 9 o'clock or a little earlier than that. And then we will um, go home. And then we have to have a, a suda. Now, we mentioned last week, I want to clarify this point. The suda that we have, the first suda that we have can be, I'm saying the word can can be made of wa- kiddish, washing on matzah, and then eating a piece of fish, Or whatever you eat for an appetizer egg salad chopped liver whatever it may be and then benching and then taking a break for somewhere between 15 and 20 minutes if you want to be a little bit more maybe for a half hour and then sit down and wash and have the main shabbos suda with cholt whatever else we normally do am i am i being heard or am i am i breaking up at all I'm fine. Okay, good. Now, with that being stated, egg matzah ever become chametz? Egg matzah is not chametz. Egg, egg matzah, can become chametz like regular matzah can become chametz. Anything can become chametz if it's treated incorrectly. Egg matzah egg is matzah the machlokes can... between the Machaber and the Rama, and we we oh, yeah. Benei Ashkenaz as hold like the Rama, and we do not eat egg matzah on Pesach unless the person is a chol or Rachmanol sick, right. or a zokin who cannot eat. Now, so let's just make a little bit of a cheshbon here. I'm not asking everybody to work by the clock to the minute, but if we get home at 9.15, this is not a time for people to mosey around on Shabbos morning. The whole family has to be ready, up, and alert. I'll talk about moseying around soon. If we get home in Chicago in the vicinity of 9.10, 9.15, hopefully we should be able to wash by 9.15, have a suda that will last 15 minutes. Bench, wait 20 minutes or a little longer, and by 10 o'clock, have another suda. Now, if you start your second suda at 10 o'clock, and if you eat bread, you have to make sure, depending upon where you are, does anybody have the times in front of them? Up until when we can eat chametz on uh, this coming Shabbos? I think that I have the time 1027. 1027. Now, 1027 is also the time to no longer eat egg matzah. So, if a person would like to start a suda at 10 o'clock, they are allowed to do that, wash, and eat egg matzah. However, however I want to stress now that one should be finished eating egg matzah again by 1027 or maybe 1051. Now, those people who want to be machmir, not machmir, those people who feel that they want to eat challah instead of egg matzah have an obligation at both meals. They have an obligation to rinse out their mouth after they eat their of bread. Because if they're going to be eating chametz and they're going to be using Pesach dicker dishes, which is what many people do, so they have to make sure that the chametz dishes do not come into any contact with the Pesach Dika dishes, not come into contact with the chametz that's in their mouth. Therefore, they have to wash out their mouth, rinse out their mouth, and that's another problem. For eating bread. Now, um, or chult, or cholt, or is that only kidneys? No, 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 the cholt, the cholt. You cannot make a chomet a cholt. You cannot make a cholt with kidneys either. Now, the second meal, okay. the second meal. Let's say we're talking at ten o'clock. People are gonna wash at ten o'clock. For those people eating egg matzah, they don't have to rinse out their mouth from the egg matzah. That's fine but they should stop eating the egg matzah again by 10.24, and then they should eat the rest of the meal, and they can linger at the meal as long as they want. They can talk, they can sing Samiris, they can tell stories. That's not a problem. Now, um, that will take care of the two meals in the morning. Now, again, the two meals in the morning, it's an unusual thing. But we're doing it because we want to be able to have a Suda, Suda Shabbos, and Suda that's called Shalashudas. So therefore you'll split the meal in the morning, as we said. There are opinions that hold that the first meal in the morning, which is the second meal of Shabbos, should really be the more prominent meal. But it's very difficult to make that the more prominent meal because that means you have to eat the, eat the meal quickly. It, it's, it's not going to work. And therefore, right. therefore people should... Again, wash, come home, no dilly-dallying, wash, kiddush, moitsi eat something, bench, take a 15-20 minute break, or if you have time, a 30 minute break, and that way by 10 o'clock, start the next Suda, no kiddush for that Suda, Lecha Mishnah required for that Suda, you wash on the egg matzah, or you wash in the challah, and the challah, Again, you have to be more careful. You have to rinse out your mouth. The egg mats, you don't have to. They should be finished by 1024 in Chicago. And then you can eat the rest of the meal as long as you want. Okay. Now, that will take care of the meals in the morning. However, eating a Shalashudas meal in the morning before Chatzois is a bidhievet. That's not the time to eat Shalashudas. Shalashudas is normally eaten in the afternoon, after Chatzos. And truthfully, Shalashudas is usually eaten after Mincha. But that's going to be very difficult to do. So now, what's going to happen is like this. In the afternoon, a person wants to be Mekai the Mitzvah of As I said before, Shalashudas has to be Lechachilah for sure. One should wash every Shabbos for Shalashudas. And have Lechem This Shabbos is not going to be possible. Now, what do you do for shalashudis if you can't wash? So the first etzah is to make a mezayinus. To make a mezayinus. Second etzah is fruit. Second Asa is fruit. So the Shila now is, what are you going to make a mezayinus? One second, please. What are you going to make a mezayinus on? We are going to make a mezayinus on? If one is a non-chasidisha, who, who, is not makbet on gibruks, then you can eat k'neidlach. The reason you can eat k'neidlach is because k'neidlach have matzah, which is boiled. Now, thank you all very much. Now, k'neidlach are matzah, which is cooked. Matzah, Matzah, which is cooked. Is permissible to eat Erev Pesach in the afternoon because it does not have the time of matzah. However, if a person would take matzah milk, matzah mel, and bake something with matzah milk, or even fry something with matzah milk, then the Mishabura says in Uchaz Pesach that you can't eat that. On Ere Pesach of the afternoon, even if you do eat brooks. And the reason why you can't eat it, even if you do eat brooks is because you will have the time of matzah. Now, many, many years ago, like we said last week, gave sheer many, many years ago on this Shiloh. And I want to say something. For the women who are listening here, it's obviously not an issue. For most of the men who are listening here, I'm assuming most of you do not bake. So I spent a long time, many years ago, with a son of one of the members of Adash Yashurid, Sachi Myers. We spent a long time on halachas called Pasababakistan. Babakistan. Babakistan are very complicated halachas. They are the halachas of what is bread and what is cake. What is bread, what is cake. The whole concept of mazonas rolls do you wash on pizza? Do you wash on soft pretzels? Do you wash on, on matzo? A whole bunch of shilos, A whole bunch of shilos. We're not going to get into all the difference of the shilos. It's a very fascinating sheer, very fascinating concept. Now, by the way, if anybody would like to ask questions, ask, ask away, unmute yourself and ask a question. Now, if one takes matzo melt, and fries it, and fries it, or bakes it, it has the top of matzah. If you boil it, it loses the top of matzah. However, okay. so gefilte, fish can also be good. gefilte fish is a shackle. Gefilte fish is a way to make up shalashudas. It's not the highest level. The highest level is washing, which you can't do. Next level is mazaynas. If you don't eat your brooks, you can't do mazaynas either. You want to eat something else, you can eat fish, you can eat cheese, you can eat a piece of chicken, you could, you could be ate all shoulders with that. But I want to tell you something else. If you eat gibruks, in my humble opinion, and I found a number of other people who, Baruch Hashem, say this as well, I found some people who don't. For me, it's very hard to understand. If a you ask a woman who makes a gibruks... That <laughs> what's that? If you ask a woman... I, I missed a word. Okay. If you ask a woman who makes a Gbrox cake, she will tell you that although there is matzah in the cake, there is definitely a very significant amount of chocolate, sugar, whatever other, whatever type of cake she's making, and the chocolate and the sugar that is in the cake that is mixed together with the matzah mel definitely creates a situation where you don't taste matzah. You're not tasting matzah. You're tasting cake. And therefore, the Shemir Shabbos Kuchasa says this, the Yoz Nidbru says this, that a person who is, eats gibraks and is eating cake, and I'm saying again, it's cake. Because it's made with a significant amount of other ingredients, not a little bit of honey or a little bit of oil, as the Mishabura talks about in Hilchas Pesach, but a significant amount of ingredients that will make sure that there is no time of matzah mel, then you can eat that for shalashuddas as well. So, therefore, a person who wants to upgrade a shalashuddas to a mezonos has two options one is keneilach, and one is cake made with matzamel, which is Gibrux cake or K'nei'la Chorosa Gibrux if you do not eat Gibrux then what could you eat in the afternoon? well, if you're no longer Fleshix you could have a chocolate bar for Shalashun some people would love to have a chocolate bar for Shalashun if you're no longer Fleshix, you could have cheese for Shalashun, you can't have a cheese omelet because it's Shabbos you could have hard-boiled eggs. Or as Reb Nochi said, you could have a piece of filter fish or any type of fish. Or a fruit. Or a fruit. Eating any one of those type of foods would be considered a way to be Mekayim Shalashudis on this Shabbos. Okay. Now, therefore, we have already discussed the three or four meals that a person has to eat, meaning Leil Shabbos, Shabbos morning, two meals, and then the the half a meal of the Shalashudas. Now I want to ask you something else, Rabbi so. If for some reason a person discovers that they don't have enough matzah, they have egg matzah, and the matzah broke, they don't have Lechem mishnah, may they take out a Shmura matzah wrapped in plastic or cellophane and use it as a matzah to make Lechem mishnah. And the answer is yes answer is yes. You can use that matzah for lechem Mishnah provided of course that you try not to get it in contact with the egg matzah and definitely, definitely not in contact with the roll. The person hey, made a mistake. Is it, is, go ahead. Do we have to do we have to be so machmir with, with touching the egg matzah? We don't eat the egg matzah. But it, it, is there a chashash? No, 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 no. We're talking about people who are eating the egg matzah. If they're eating the egg matzah, yeah. you can use... Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what, what's wrong with touching the uh, regular matzah to it? We're not eating the, the regular matzah. Okay, that's true, but you know if the crumbs get onto the regular matzah, some people would, would not want to eat the regular matzah that has crumbs on it from egg matzah. If the regular matzah therefore is covered in cellophane or covered in plastic or whatever it's covered in, it's okay. A person should be able to touch both challahs or both breads that he's making lecha mishnah on. Okay. Fine, that's normal. It's not a normal situation. Again, if you have two rolls because you're, eat, you're eating rolls, there won't be a problem. If you have two egg matzahs, there won't be a problem as well. I'm just te- we? telling you a Kiddush that you could also use for Lechem Mishnah. If you're stuck, you could use one of the the Matzahs. Yes, somebody wants to answer something. We? The entire year of the Lechem Mishnah, doesn't it have to be Roy Lachila at that time? So how you can't use the matzah then? That's we don't we don't allow it the whole year. Roshaya, that's it. Kedakucha be It's a great question. I'll tell you more than that. If the matzah that you uh, that you want to use for like mishnah is is um, is Shmura matzah, it could be it's even muksa. It could be it's even muksa plenty of people who say that even food that isn't going to be eaten is not so there's enough to rely on for that. That's good. But, That's but, good. But if you're going to do that, if you're going to say that you can use a matzah, then let's say you finish your first suit at 10 and you're making your second suit before beer, so just use hummus for your second challah. If you, you have estimation. it, if you have it. If a person didn't have it, I'm just okay. saying you are correct. It's a very nice shayla as to whether or not you can use a a masa or a bread that you can't eat for whatever the reason is can it be used for Lechem Mishnah? In this situation... I, 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 heard, I, I heard a psaq that one of the Lechem can be frozen. Yes. So if it can be frozen, it's not rohi lachila right away either. Nah. I mean, you know... Bread, bread to frost very quickly, I wouldn't say that. But I will tell you that some people use a frozen challah for Lechem Mishnah wrapped in a plastic bag. That may not be such a Lechem that may not be such a al- No, you have to take it out of the plastic bag. Right. And say you have to, and say you have to. I just said it may not be such a al- lochachilah. Okay. Now let's move along the day. Now there's another challenge for this day. Uh, going, yes. Someone's gonna if someone's gonna eat challah or challah for the for the three students and they're want to eat the challah outside for kiddish and benching. Where should that take place? <laughs> That's a great question. This is Rebaran Gaffin it sounds like asking the question, right? Yeah. Okay. You're you're going to eat the the challah outside. If if a person has, what Rebaran Gaffin is asking like this is if a person plans on eating challah or not eating egg matzah and they want to eat it outside on their deck. So what question, what question are you asking Rebaran? I'm asking where do you make shirish? for Kiddush Malcolm Suda, and where do you bench if you're eating the bread in one place and the rest of the food somewhere? Okay, so for Kiddush Malcolm Suda, there's no Shiloh that you have to make Kiddush on the deck. Because that's where you're going to be eating the bread, and that's the Yika Suda. No Shiloh about that. Very good question. The The second question is, where do you bench? So today, at this rabbinic convention, we in fact spoke about it with lema Miller. And he said, if you eat no... A person eating chalas, he's eating outside. If he eats no bread inside at all, he only eats food inside but no bread, then he has the bench on the porch. It's the bench on the porch. Matter of fact, somebody even asked, if you're eating all the bread on the porch, if you're eating all the bread in the porch, um, where should you bench licht? Because we try to bench licht where we're eating. Okay, we're not going to get into that. Most people are not going to be read, ready to bench lift outside on their deck. Okay, now. I have a question. Yes. Uh, if you're okay, now. using disposables, you don't have to... Now, the next thing I want to mention is like this. When the person, when anybody is home, usually this is going to be the women. The women are home What's Tzai Shabbos. They would like to start setting the table. Let's say you wait... Let's take an example. You wait 50 minutes. 50 minutes. And now it's 30 minutes after Shia. Can you start setting the table? Can you put out the silverware, the dishes, whatever you want to do? Can you start It's still Shabbos, that's true. It's still Shabbos. But one second, one second, one second. I didn't say Shabbos in the afternoon. I said, if you wait fifty minutes, and if you consider, well, let's say you wait seventy-two minutes, and it's a chumrah, when was a person allowed to go ahead and start preparing for Shabbos? So, the truth of the matter is, if a person I mean for Pesach, what on Shabbos, on say Shabbos, when can you stop preparing? If you're not going to be doing any type of malacha, then again. It would probably be permissible to start preparing, um, let's say, 35 minutes after Shabbos. But again, that only refers to the setting the table. You can't put anything in the oven. You can't bench licht. You can't do anything. All you can do are things that are not malochah. You want to bring all the chairs to the table. You want to bring down the pillows for the seder, whatever it might be. Otherwise, there's nothing else that you can do. You want to take things from the fridge and bring them to the table. Whatever it is, those things are going to be permissible to do, but only those things. Now, why is that any different? Because Achana alone is not a malacha, and therefore, when it's Beinah Shemashis, or if you're only keeping the 15 minutes the Chumrah, but Shabbos is really over when three stars come out. So then it would be okay to do some type of achana, but that's all. Nothing more than that. But, I want to say something else which we gave shir on a number of years ago, and that is like this. When a woman goes to bench licht, she's going to bench licht. When it's the time to bench licht, it's 50 minutes, 60 minutes, 72 minutes, whatever time you wait on a regular matzai shabbos. And the person goes to bench licht, the person should say, Baruch ben kodesh because lighting the candles is really a malacha, and you didn't make Abdullah yet. And we all know every matzah shabbos. If a woman wants to do malacha before her husband comes home, she has to say baruch ben kodesh So the same thing would apply here. If a person wants to do malacha before they start the seder, which one of those things are going to be? lighting the candles to make, to bench licht, then the person has to make sure they say, Baruch HaMavdil, Ben Kodesh, Kodesh. Okay. Am I, am I, I'm, I'm stopping for a moment for anybody who has any questions. does anybody, would anybody like to ask you anything? Yes, Rabbi, with respect to the half-shalashodes in the afternoon, if a person's taking it, having the you should be machbit to have it before Shah Asiris, correct? That's correct. If a person is having we uh, you see, well, cake is not such a big khumra If you're not washing mamish. If you're having fruit, for sure, it's okay. But Jeremy Meisels is bringing up the point that you should try to finish eating. If you're going to have any type of masonis as a kvirsudah, you should try to finish eating it before Eshashos, especially, especially on Erev Pesach. Do you happen to know what time this is show show rover, Jeremy? I don't know exactly. it would be probably around 4 o'clock. That's what I believe as well. Okay, if anybody knows the time, you can please let us know. Okay, anybody else have any other questions here, I've got say? Uh, i say? i a quick question. Yes. On. Dr. Dachman, Shlita, what is it? At the conclusion of the last year, there was no maskana for the... Um, Share for Passover kistin. So, uh, what's the conclusion? If you're using egg matzo? if you're using egg matzo, as I said earlier, a holes or Maisha, you can use between a half and three quarters of a matzah. I would suggest, if you can do it, you should eat three quarters of a, of, a, of a standard size, machine egg matzah per meal, per person. That's what I would say. Okay. Anything else I say? Okay, there's nothing else I want to say. I would like to say something, which I think it's a halacha, and and I know it sounds a little bit strange to say it, but it's it's an important halacha. People have to be prepared for the seder. That means the person running the seder has to be prepared to be able to say things that will be in, that will be inspiring to the people. Just like whoever's taking acharias in the household to prepare the food has to be prepared before Pesach. So that the person running the say should to be prepared before Pesach. But there's one other thing I want to say, especially this year. I know it sounds funny. People should sleep Shabbos afternoon. And if husbands and wives have children, they should make figure out beforehand how they're going to switch off. And children should go to sleep. This is the one time where it says in halacha And it says in the Gemara, going back to the time of Rabbi Akiva, we want people to be up for the Seder. It's not the time to play games all Shabbos afternoon and not go to sleep and be exhausted when you come to the Seder. This is the one way that it works out where people have a chance. There's no more cooking. You can't cook Shabbos afternoon. You can't go shopping Shabbos afternoon. You can't even go to the for Shabbos afternoon. So what is there to do Shabbos afternoon? To learn, go for a walk, spend time with your children, and split the time. Everybody should make sure that they go to sleep. Because everybody is supposed to be awake for the Seder. I didn't say everybody should stay up till 2 o'clock in the morning. But everybody should be awake for the Seder. That includes children, and of course it includes our dear wives, who work so hard to get pre- preparation for the Seder. They should have time to sleep. It's It's... It hasn't happened in 13 years. Let everybody be awake for the Seder. It's an incredible opportunity. Everybody should work this out beforehand, not work it out five minutes after the second meal in the morning. Try to work it out. Now, I'd like to say something. My, um... My Rebbe, the Roshiva Shlita, Shabuzaikon, for Shleva, say, Shachal Yisrael would very often say, McKenish Arayim fallen in Shabbos. You can't plunk yourself into Shabbos. You have to prepare for Shabbos. That Shabbos. Pesach, Leel Seder, is a Kalb The meal that has most the most instructions and the most mitzvahs of any meal of the entire year is Leel Seder. And if we should try to come to the seder prepared. I want to say one more thing. We should also come to the seder prepared. <laughs> you ready for this? We should come to the seder prepared not to get upset no matter what happens. Not to lose it. Not to scream chas v'sholem. Not to get mean chas v'sholem. Not to get upset. And you know what? Everybody say, it takes a lot of work to prepare mentally that no matter what happens, I'm not going to let it phase me. We all know the famous story of Keeveger that a guest spilled a cup of wine right at the beginning of the Seder and whatever the shot is, this is what they say, over. He tilted his hand and his elbow shook the table and his cup also fell over and therefore he wanted to save the guest the embarrassment. I, I, how could he spill out the wine to save the guest the embarrassment? It's a good child, But Keeveger, Paskin is okay. So one of the ways that you can kind of help to make sure you don't lose it is by going to sleep. Because when you're tired and stressed out, that's a perfect recipe for disaster. And we don't want any disaster. And of course, we know that normally people are home I don't want to get emotional here for a second, but many of us remember last year's Seder. There was one person at the Seder, two people at the Seder, three people at the Seder, but there weren't two generations at the Seder, there weren't three generations at the Seder, there weren't eight o'clock at the Seder, there weren't children at the Seder, there weren't grandparents at the Seder, there was a different Seder. As I said, emotionally, one of the most difficult childless ever posthum is to tell a woman to be alone. Remember last year was, it was three day yontif. Like this year, told, telling people with three the last year, Thursday, Friday, Shabbos, this is Shabbos Sunday, Monday, to tell people to be alone for 72 hours. I'm going to say it now. I'm going to repeat it in shul. My humble suggestion is we should start the Seder with a thank you to Hashem that the Seder table is crowded. We have people sitting there and we have people saying Manishtana and we have people spilling the wine and crumbing up the matzah. And our job is to keep smiling and thank Hashem that last year was whatever it was and this year is a different matzah. I'm wishing everybody a chag kosher Everybody's invited next Shabbos afternoon to the Shabbos of Golodrosha. And everybody's invited. We're going to start, have to start selling the chametz also. I'm just a little overwhelmed. I'll try to make sure that next week we start selling chametz as well. And this year you're going to be able to come into shul to sell chametz. you don't have to sell it online. Those people who are not comfortable coming into the show will be able to sell it online. Everything will be out by, I guess, by Monday. We'll let everybody know what to do. Okay. I'm wishing everybody at Rabbah. We should all be Zaycha. Thank you all for coming to the shir. At Rabbah to everybody, Rabbi Saikoltov.